Hey everyone! In today's episode, I talked with co-founder of Broadway Roulette and Broadway Mixer, Elizabeth Streisand. It was really fun, and we got some insider tips on right now, when's the best time to book, and how they see themselves in the future. I hope you enjoy. Thanks for listening. Hi. Hi. Where are you quarantining at? Um, I am in Virginia, in Charlottesville. Cool. So we normally live in New York, but we relocated temporarily. <laughs> yeah. So first, can you tell whoever's listening a little bit about yourself and Broadway Roulette? Yeah, so um, I was an entertainment journalist for mm-hmm. a decade. Um, I covered Broadway show openings when they would happen, and I was always shocked by how little press coverage they got mm-hmm. and how great the performances were and how talented all the actors were. And when my friends would come to town or my mom would come to town, we would go see Broadway shows, but other than that, I pretty much never went, mm-hmm. and that was kind of how most of my friends were too. Um, and... Over time, my husband and I moved in together. We kind of ran an Airbnb together for a little bit. And the guests that came would always want to see Broadway shows. Mm -hmm. And it occurred to me that all of us just wanted to see a Broadway show. We weren't set on a specific Broadway show. And a lot of the hurdles were about, you know, things like, which show should I see? How much should I spend? What seat should I sit in? Where can I get the cheapest ticket? Is it going to be an okay seat? Mm -hmm. Um, And the idea that if you just like made it a one page checkout, that was really easy, that a lot of people would actually go to Broadway who otherwise don't. Mm -hmm. Um, And Broadway Roulette was born. So I started the company with my husband. I still had a full-time job doing something else, um, doing journalism. And uh, after about a year of running the company, our revenues were big enough that I was able to raise my first fundraising round. Mm -hmm. um, And it has grown from there. Yeah. So... You kind of explained how did it start. So moving on to the next question, how do you be able to offer the shows at such a low price? Yeah, so the way it works for a user is they go onto the site, they tell us when they want to go, how many tickets they need, and they set some preferences for musicals or musicals and plays and um, if they want orchestra seats only. And then they pay a flat fee. Um, the fee changes a little bit depending on what their preferences are and what their settings are. Um, and they pay at the time of checkout. And then the day of the show, they get an email from us that's like, surprise, you're seeing The Lion King and pick up your tickets here. Um, and the way that we are able to get the shows to give us tickets at much at prices that are far below market is that our prices are never public. Mm-hmm. So our customer doesn't know what show they're going to see and they don't know the exact value of the ticket that they're going to get and because of that shows are willing to give us deals that they're not willing to give other outlets that are discount outlets because Mm -hmm. there is no what we would call like brand damage Mm -hmm. um there's no messaging out to the public that says lion king 50 percent off Mm -hmm. um no one knows what they actually saved unless they go to the website of the show and look up their seat but they know that they got a good deal and that is how we are able to get the good the good seats that we want yeah I think it's really cool how you can even set preferences cause, so it's not just like any random show that you have less of a chance liking. It's just that it was cheaper, but like there's more of a chance that you like it because you actually set some preferences. Yes, and we also have um, we have a proprietary predictive algorithm. Mm-hmm. So after you see a show as a user, you get an email the next day that says, you saw Chicago, how was mm-hmm. Chicago? You give it a score. Um, you tell us a little bit about your 
theater going habits. And over time, we aggregate all of those pieces of data and we can start to predict based on what you've liked and didn't like in the past, things that you're going to like in the future and also based mm -hmm. on other users that look like you in terms of profile. Oh, wow. And so yeah, it's not completely random. So basically, <laughs> we know what, based on the shows that you eliminated and the preferences that you set, um, and if we have any other information about you from previous shows, we will be able to tell with like X percent of accuracy. Mm -hmm. It gets more and more accurate the more times you spin with us and rate your show. But even without spinning ever, it's mm -hmm. not completely random. It's based on other users' feedback. Mm. And you also never send people to the same Correct. show twice. Yeah. So every time you spin, your spin gets narrower, mm -hmm. except for when new shows open. Mm -hmm. How do you get shows to participate or in Broadway Mixer guests to come? Um, in Broadway, well, there's two different ways. Shows we go through kind of official channels, which can mm -hmm. be producers, general managers, theater owners. Um, for Broadway Mixer, we do a lot of Instagram DMing. <laughs> Um, it started out, it was, you know, we had, we only launched that a few weeks ago. Mm -hmm. um, our beta test started with people that we knew that mm -hmm. were our friends from people on our team. And then we asked them to tell their friends. Mm -hmm. And that was kind of how it got going. Wow. So for now that we're kind of on the topic, could you explain what Broadway Mixer is? Yeah. So the Mixer is, Broadway is closed now mm -hmm. officially until January of 2021. Yep. Um, it's been a, it's a really, really long, unprecedented closure. Um, my team and I sat around thinking of ways we could keep the audience engaged and maybe bring a little bit of like Broadway magic and like roulette surprise to people in their homes. And we came up with Broadway Mixer. So basically there's a lot of similarities to the Broadway roulette platform. Um, people pay us, they pick a date and a time they, um, and they pay a flat fee, which is $12.99 for the Mixer. Um, we cap our mixers currently at 15 guests. So you're in a room that's pretty small and intimate. And then the mixer is 45 minutes. And over the course of 45 minutes, you will get to meet and interact with three different surprise Broadway. They're not exactly stars. There's like talent across the board. So we mm -hmm. have people that are both on stage and then behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. um, so it's not everyone that you will recognize, but you will know their work. Mm -hmm. And then there's sort of a combination of, you know, behind the scenes stories, question and answer, some performances. Um, every mixer is a little bit different. Um, it, none of it is scripted. It is all completely off the cuff in real time. And that is by design so mm -hmm. that it feels a little bit more like seeing live theater and a little bit less like watching a live stream of something that was recorded in advance. Yeah. And contributing to the 50, only 15 people, it one, it's like a really nice price as with Broadway roulette and so it's much more accessible and to while you don't always know the people you always know the work and you can be like oh my gosh I know them yeah everyone is really talented and amazing it's mm -hmm. just it, on Broadway in particular there are so many um what I would call like unsung heroes ranging from ensemble members that are insanely talented to people like set designers Mm -hmm. that unless you're really into set design, you wouldn't necessarily know who designed the set, but they've won like 11 Tony Awards and they know everybody. And it's so interesting to hear all their stories and all the challenges of working in a Broadway space. Um, and so we, we try to really truly make it a roulette feeling mm -hmm. where there's a lot of different types of people. Um, but we also try to include some performances and you know things like that to make it uh, entertaining and feel special. 
Yeah. Having, having like a live performance from someone that you just spoke to for 10 minutes mm-hmm. feels different to me than just watching a live stream on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember when I found out about it because I think I found out about it like just when they released it to the public and I was like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. And then I was like, wait, why don't like I interview the person? That'd be so cool. Here we are. <laughs> yeah, so how do you also, for the guests, do they also get paid for the Broadway roulette or is it kind of like a... There's, yeah, there's two pieces. Um, mm-hmm. We uh, One piece is that there are thousands upon, literally thousands upon thousands of Broadway out actors and behind the scenes people that are currently unemployed. So we do pay, we pay them to, to appear. Um, but some of the people that are, that have kind of revenue streams from being on TV or like they're just more well-known and they don't need the revenue as, as much will instead make a, we will make a donation in their name to the actors fund. Oh. Um, so they appear kind of as a court, like they do it for charity effectively. Um, so like the really big famous people that come on are usually doing it for donation. Mm-hmm. Um, and we donate at the same time that we pay everyone. So it's consistently up to date. <laughs> do you ever, back to Broadway roulette, do you ever use Broadway roulette for yourself? Um, I haven't used it mm-hmm. myself. A few, my, my mom has and some <laughs> of my team members have and my friends certainly have. Um, but I actually, when Broadway is up and running, I have very little time to see Broadway shows, Mm -hmm. um, because I am generally working at the times that I'm, I'm at the office until the shows start pretty Mm -hmm. much every night. Um, but, and the shows that I, the shows that I see are generally the shows that I feel, um, I need to see. (laughs) Um, and the shows that fall under, like, I need to see category are either shows that I haven't heard of. Mm-hmm. that based on the topic, I think are going to be a good match for our customers. And I want to go check it out to understand what it is that they're going to be seeing or shows that have gotten incredibly polarizing feedback from our customers. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of shows that like are pretty consistent, but when you get mm-hmm. a show that everybody's giving it top rating or a bottom rating and there's nothing mm-hmm. in the middle, that's when I go see it. If I haven't mm-hmm. yet to like understand what is it that people are responding to here so that we can tweak the algorithm so mm-hmm. that we're getting better predictions going. Yeah. So do you have any criteria for getting for certain shows? There's no, there's, there are very rarely shows mm-hmm. that we would say don't meet our, our criteria is, is it a Broadway show? <laughs> that is the criteria. But what we do pay attention to is if we're sending people and the algorithm is not working, the algorithm is the algorithm is supposed to send you to a show that you're going to enjoy because it's better for you and it's also better for the show part. We want the shows to have people going in who are enjoying their show, right? So it's okay if you haven't heard of it. Mm-hmm. It's going to be culturally like a match that you're going to enjoy for the most part, even if it like pushes you outside of your comfort zone a bit. Mm-hmm. We don't want it to be like a complete like, you know, out of the park fly ball, like didn't go anywhere near what, what you were looking for. So um, there aren't that many shows that fall in that category, but the few things we do pay attention to is um, once in a while, there will be a show that's like a, a kind of a, a super touchy subject matter um, mm-hmm. or extremely uh, like, I don't know the right word is like risque. Mm-hmm. There was a show last season called Slave Play that had technically like an, an R rating basically. Mm -hmm. And like for something like that, it wasn't included in the roulette unless you opted in Mm -hmm. um, because we don't, we can't, 
literally you could be a 16 year old who's basically an adult when it comes Mm -hmm. to going to see movies and shows, but actually cannot go into that show. So like Mm -hmm. that's where we start to put a line. Um, But that's pretty rare. Most shows will fall under the purview of like, it's a Broadway show and it's a great production. So Godspeed. Mm -hmm. Going back to Broadway Mixer, do you, are you like a moderator in every? I'm not in every one. Mm-hmm. Um, if you came to one in the last few weeks, I probably was the moderator um, only because it is so new that we are still figuring out the, like ironing out the kinks, figuring out the flow um, and actually having a consistent moderator is helpful in figuring out what are the pieces that vary mm-hmm. that make things work or not work. So if you change the moderator up while you're testing format, you don't know necessarily, was it format or was it the Mm -hmm. moderator? Um, So I started doing all of it. I also, that was my job for Mm -hmm. 10 years because I was a journalist. So I did Mm -hmm. kind of interviews and hosted panels. Um, But we now have two other people that also host who are Mm -hmm. amazing. And I love not hosting because I like attending and just Mm -hmm. enjoying it versus kind of doing the work. Um, But as we expand, we'll get more and more moderators in. Yeah, so how um, Broadway Roulette, as you said, it has an algorithm to match the shows to you like. How does that concept of the algorithm go into Broadway Mixer? Well, there is no algorithm for Broadway Mixer yet, but only because there is no data. It's mm-hmm. so new. Again, we've had you know fewer than 20 of those mixers, so there's not a lot of material to work with. The day after your mixer, you get an email that asks you, did you enjoy it? Mm-hmm. The pretty simple, it's a one question survey right now. <laughs> but even that is starting to go into a back end where we track who was there mm-hmm. and what did they do in general? Just like, did they, were there performances? Was it mostly Q&A? Um, was the mixer full? Was it overcrowded? All that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And we start to go back and find the things that are working. Mm-hmm. Um, I, th- I think that within... Um, when is it now? It's the beginning of July. I think by the beginning of September, mm-hmm. we will have a bunch more um, curation options, just like we have on the checkout page for Broadway Roulette. I think there will be an option for like kid-friendly mm-hmm. versus it's a free-for-all. Don't <laughs> necessarily bring your kids. Um, I think there might be options for show-specific mixers. Mm-hmm. If it's like you love Hades Town, you love Beetlejuice, you love mm-hmm. it's not for every single show on Broadway, but for some. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there might be options for extended mixers. Um, I think there might be options for like a bonus guest, an option if you like must see a performance. Um, and we'll have all that same kind of stuff. And then the algorithm work the same way. Yeah, because what- you kind of answered this question, but um, how do you expect Broadway, because we still have a long way to go before Broadway's back. How do you expect... Um, in the one of the later months, such as say September, how do you expect Broadway Mixer would look like? I think it will. I think it will. The core of it and like mm-hmm. the heart of it will be the same thing you experienced. I think it will be a quick, fun, and easy kind of like snapshot into meeting Broadway stars. Mm-hmm. Um, but the checkout process, I think, will be more detailed in a good way. Mm-hmm. I think it'll have more of the feel of the regular Broadway roulette checkout page with like a few more preferences and options. Um, and I think that'll be the biggest difference. There may be one or two options that are a higher price point mm-hmm. where it's like, I only want to see people that were nominated for Tony's or like, I guarantee, I want a guaranteed performance. Mm-hmm. Um, some things like that. 
Um, but largely pretty similar to what you experienced. Um, Zoom is Zoom. It will still be on Zoom. Unfortunately, there are no other video platforms in the works. Um, they just don't really exist. So I think, you know, the, the system will be a well-oiled machine by September compared to what it is right now. But in some ways, I don't actually want to lose that element of, I don't know, like rawness of mm-hmm. like, you know, your dog barks and you have to get up to get your dog or like, you know, <laughs> someone is late and you have to call them on the phone to get them to come into the mixer. That happened last week. Oh. Um, I had a guest that was like not on. I called the phone. <laughs> Everybody was watching me call and hearing <laughs> conversation. But I think there's, I think there is something kind of refreshing and charming about that actually. Mm-hmm. Um, I think keeping it a little bit unpolished is part of the play here mm-hmm. because we can't compete on the polished, per, you know, very highly produced mm-hmm. TV show feel. Like we don't have budget for that. We are a startup. Um, and there's other places like Broadway HD and like Disney Plus where you go and that's where you watch these like real productions, right? This is not that. This is come backstage when mm-hmm. there's no backstage. And I think that part of like, part of what makes backstage and, you know, stage dooring fun for people is that there is a little bit of just like, you don't know what's going to happen. And it's different every time you could go to the stage door every night for 10 days in a row to Beetlejuice and every single night, it's going to be slightly different. And I think having that element, that's a little bit of like the X factor is, mm-hmm. is something that we want to keep. Yeah. Because when you go into stage door, if you like hope your like favorite actor comes out and they actually do come out, that's like such a good feeling. And then even if they don't come out, that's still such a thing because you're like meeting the rest of the people and you're like, oh my gosh, this is so amazing. We have a new favorite actor <laughs> by the end. Yeah. So what I also think is super cool is because I've seen that some companies now they're also offering like meet and greets with Broadway uh, Broadway yeah. stars, but they're while they're one in one, it's much expensive with this one it's basically the same feel the other thing is just it adds on more people but everyone gets like their own individual time so it's definitely worth the hype yeah I mean I think um I think I mean I know what company you're talking about Mm -hmm. um I think I don't see us as competitive with that Mm -hmm. I think it's a different platform um so the thing that they are doing is the thing that other ticketing companies do when Broadway is open which is you know, as the consumer, which show you want to see, and I'm mm-hmm. going to be your ticketing channel to get tickets to that show. You know, as the consumer, which Broadway star you want to talk to, and I'm going to be your channel to get to that star. Um, that's different than just like, I love Broadway, and I want to like go meet some people and hear about their Broadway stories. And it <laughs> might be that someone that I'm super obsessed with shows up, and it might be that nobody that I'm obsessed with shows up but I know that it's going to be hosted and conducted in a way that's going to be pretty entertaining regardless. Um, the, the element of like surprise of randomness is something mm-hmm. that we feel pretty strongly about. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's, we can curate to the point of like people are super passionate about Hades town. We could have a Hades town mixer. We could have mm-hmm. like a Hamilton mixer. Like those <laughs> are things we could do. But I like the idea that even if you're having a Hades town mixer, like you don't know who's going to be there and it might be like a set designer one of the leads and a swing and you get a really whole feeling of what the show's all about without having, mm-hmm. without going to the show, mm-hmm. um, which is different than like, I'm obsessed with, you know, Andre DeShields and I want to call Andre DeShields mm-hmm. and I pay $500 to talk to him. Yeah. Because one thing, I mean, if you're just like 
a fan of one person, you can still do Broadway Mixer, but maybe it won't be the same. But if you're an overall Broadway fan and you're like, oh my gosh, I love Broadway so much, like I don't really care who it is as long as like like they have a good Broadway story and that'll make me happy, then Broadway Mixer is really for you. Because if you don't really care about who gives the content, but as long as you get content, then it's really easy to do Broadway Mixer. And I think as we, you know, part of the roulette ticketing model for shows mm -hmm. is we include every show on the platform, including mm -hmm. tickets to like Hamilton and the Lion King and Moulin Rouge, which are just like never on discount sites. Mm -hmm. um, and we include all of them. And part of it is that we it's a point of differentiation for the consumer that like you're going to pay your $49 and you might go see, you know, Beetlejuice, but you also might go see Hamilton for $49. Like that happens. People do. It's a real thing. And part of the mixer idea is that as we get a little bit more traction and a little bit bigger, we will get bigger names. And there will be like all of a sudden, you know, like Lynn Manuel or whoever will pop <laughs> in and like be in the mixer for a few minutes. And I think that's, mm -hmm. I think um, that is a very real thing that will happen um, and has started. We've already had amazing people in the yeah. mixer, um, but it will continue to grow because it's one thing to like DM people over mm -hmm. Instagram randomly and be like, hello. <laughs> you don't know us, you don't know our platform, but like we're starting this thing. Do you want to hop on a Zoom call with a bunch mm -hmm. of strangers? And we're having pretty good traction even with that. Um, but once people see that what it is mm -hmm. and how excited the fans are to talk to them and also frankly, like that it is people that really do, people who are doing this are people who love and miss live theater, mm -hmm. which is the exact people that all of these Broadway talent and artists miss. Like they love mm -hmm. live theater because they're like performing in front of all of you. So it's actually nice for them too. Um, and so I think that within, I think by the fall, we'll have some like really, really famous people dropping in and saying hi. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, that's like, it's fun to just watch everybody's faces on the call. Yeah. But one thing that made me so amazed this year, like we're just a startup, we're just like DMing people, but I've seen you have such big stars. I mean, of course, some people, like, you might not know, but, like, you've had some, like, pretty big stars from pretty big shows. Yeah, just a lot of them we got by DMing. <laughs> I mean, we, I have two people that used to, they basically handled customer service. Mm -hmm. That was their, their operations team for, you know, actually executing that. They were the ones who actually kept the whole ship running when Broadway mm -hmm. was open. When Broadway closed, um, almost every single Broadway company, whether it was a general manager, an ad agency, a ticketing company, they basically just furloughed everybody indefinitely mm -hmm. because there's nothing to sell. Mm -hmm. um, we are a pretty small team and really didn't want to do that. So we sat down and said, what are we good at doing? What can we do better than anyone else? Mm -hmm. What would people pay for that we could do better than anyone else that doesn't involve having to send people to Broadway shows? Mm -hmm. We kind of came up with the platform. And the first thing was like, we need talent to be on it can you guys now that we have no customer service mm -hmm. can you go figure out how to get talent on board mm -hmm. and you know they spent a week and a half just literally like dming from our instagram account a <laughs> hundred people to get the first couple groups and uh you know everyone on the team is a hustler so mm -hmm. it's getting easier now because we have things to point to to say this person did it this person did it this other person mm -hmm. from your cast did it um but the first couple is always tough yeah but one thing that is definitely so amazing is because I've interviewed, I've interviewed people so far and it's because sometimes I'll just like cold call like their manager or just email them and For you. then 
yeah, and they'll just be like, oh, sure, and it's wait, what, what happened, but it's really nice because they're, like, real people, too, and they're, it's not like they're all, like, super famous, and they're like, I don't want to talk to anybody, but, like, the A-stars, they're really nice sometimes, and it's, it's kind of nice because you're, like, you're famous, but, like, you're not, you're still kind-hearted. Yeah. What's some tips you would give to a consumer trying to buy Broadway Mixer tickets? Like, are there, like, good times that you like? Or um, So, right now, the, the Wednesday matinees and the Saturday matinees are slots where we get, we tend to get bigger stars mm-hmm. more easily. Um, because it's like during the work day mm-hmm. for them. And also it's when we can get West end people. Mm. So if you are somebody who likes West end, who's interested in the West end, you pretty much have to book a mix, a mixer during a matinee. If you want any chance of seeing a West end person, cause they're so far ahead of us that that's evening yeah. for them. Um, but like we had Samantha Barks on and she was amazing, but like she could only do a matinee. She doesn't want to do it at midnight. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, honestly, like we are working really hard to just, keep the momentum with the talent and to mm-hmm. deliver a really quality experience every that's really fun and mm-hmm. like not flip tight every single time so I don't have any good tips right now because <laughs> the mixers are all incredibly high touch with our whole team paying attention you're going to have a good experience um but West End for Wednesdays is probably like the biggest tip and Saturday afternoons are actually a great time to go to yeah I'll be taking that tip into account <laughs> Yeah, so, well, thank you for coming. I think that's all the content we need. Great. Thank you so okay. much for yeah, coming. Yeah, welcome. Okay. Well, thank you so much. Bye. Okay, thank you. All right, bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of Broadway Brains. Be sure to follow Liz, Broadway Brains, Broadway Mixer, and Broadway Roulettes on all the socials that I will leave a link in the description. Thank you for listening.